Welcome back to another episode of TNO. This is a special one. This is a special one because we've got the general behind me sitting right next to me. I don't know how to cope with myself right now. We've got Pinty coming in hot today. I mean, you've had a long day, Pinty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been, it's been quite a day today. Hey? Super, super busy. I've never had my diary this full, I must say. <laughs> and you're a freelancer so i don't know what that's saying because i don't know you're super popular just slotting in things from surfing to project managing yeah 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 to rope access to dive mastering to agriculture just uh really just juggling all the things that i can you know all the things that i love yeah yeah man i, I can i just point out though if you were wearing this beanie like all the time on the island i don't think you would have any problems in terms of coming across quite assertive because you look super cute in this beanie and soft and like cozy. I just want to snuggle you with this weather that we're having at the moment. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this beanie is like um, a really special beanie because um, it was made for me or it was knitted like by hand. Um, so, you know, it, it has a bit of a backstory in terms of like, it wasn't bought and it was made by someone and, um, and uh, yeah, like I had to wear it today because um, I'm not wearing my buff. Unfortunately, I don't have it with me. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, you know, I just had to wear it today. Um, and, you know, today is a special day because I'm doing all of these really cool interviews with everyone. And it's also funny how the handmade sort of beanies always carry extra warmth. Yeah, <laughs> yeah nothing beats it, man. This is real wool. This ain't synthetic. This is the, no. the real <laughs> shit right here, man. That's why this is the island. <laughs> if it wasn't for this, beauty, <laughs> I promise you, like, yo, I would, I probably would have been more than just a general. <laughs> I would have been a dictator. <laughs> yeah, well, no, look, uh, yeah, like I said, if I had you, had you spent a little bit longer, you might have become the dictator, in my opinion. Also, I, I'm not surprised <laughs> that you have. You're wearing a beanie made by someone's hand, considering the fact that you do like meeting people for authentic and you know honest interaction so for me that's something right down your alley so i'm super super glad you're wearing this this beanie um yeah. but i just i do want to say this pinty six days six days of survivor long journey to get onto it and you lasted the six days do we do, I th we might as well just start there you want to elaborate how, how did it all play out for you you know like i, I definitely hope that i would have stayed longer um you know sort of that was like my perception but at the end of the day like i'm more grateful for the I even got that opportunity to be on Survivor and to play on the world's best social experiment. Um, you know, so whether it was three days or six days or 10 days or, you know, like 14 or 13 days or whatever the case may have been, um, I think the outcome in terms of just being content and having gratitude and being humbled by the experience would have stayed the same. Yeah, that's awesome. So at least you, you do, like Jason said, when Jason came off here, he said his was only three days, but he learned something. So what, what did you learn about yourself after these six days and especially watching it back on TV and to, like bringing the, juxtaposing the two ideas together, seeing yourself and experiencing it? You know, like Claudia, it's, 
I'm not going to beat myself up about what I see on TV. Hey, um, that's, you know, like it's a really tough, you know, to kind of, you know, having experienced all the different sort of elements, positive and negative. Um, and then also like Sage earlier on, um, I would have hoped to have stayed on longer. That was sort of the ultimate thing for me. It wasn't about, you know, the, winning the money or, you know, gaining uh, some kind of um, public credibility or whatever the case may have been. It was purely like just to have that experience and to continue on and like rocket kind of thing. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm stoked with myself for even getting in, getting that far and getting in the game and uh, experiencing some of what Survivor can offer. Uh, yeah. In terms of learning something about myself, uh, you know, like, Definitely be a bit more patient. Um, definitely kind of, you know, I wouldn't say read the room, but like it doesn't matter what you say to someone. If they don't want to hear you, they don't want to hear you. So rather don't say anything. Or just like be a little bit more sort of um, cautious and weary of sending my, or sending my message across. Because, you know, often I've heard that it's not about what you say, it's about how you say it. And sometimes, you know, yeah. it's better not to say anything at all and uh, yeah. it's just better to just kind of um you know um sorry i'm just reading <laughs> oh, no, don't worry. This, this is gonna happen this is gonna happen by the way guys people that are watching live feel free to ask your questions feel free to share the love as well and yeah that's exactly it Pint. you're getting some love right. you know yeah, gabby's right. saying it sucks balls <laughs> so a shout out it sucks balls at you yeah man <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. I agree with you there, Gabby. I definitely agree with you there. Um, uh, yeah, sorry, that distracted me a bit. Um, <laughs> no problem. But, uh, uh, yeah, so, like, you know, like I was saying, you know, I can't say that, you know, I came out of there, you know, with some life lesson um, because I didn't go on Survivor to look for life lessons. Um, I went on Survivor mm. purely because I'm, I'm, I'm an adventurer at heart. I love being challenged, you know, I, and it's just out of your comfort zone. And it's something that I've always wanted to do. Um, and it's something that I've, you know, dreamt on, to enter for. So, yeah. Um, but what I can say is that definitely will improve on my communication skills and um, sort of my patience levels and just be a little bit more sort of uh, woosad in that respect. Well, I, I want to comment on your communication skills because I don't think your communication skills are terrible. It depends on the environment that you're in. I think if yeah. you, like I said, if you're, if you're the general here working in an army, your communication skills are 10 out of 10, no doubt. <laughs> when, 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 you, when you are in a sort of an environment where people are looking for excuses to vote someone off, maybe, maybe not so great. And I also think people, you, you commented it on when you're trying to communicate your message, people often don't like listening, but they like feeling heard. And I think yeah. with your sort of instance, with your instance, and I'm going to speak about the one moment in particular when you confront Kieran on sort of, you know exactly what he's doing and you call him out for it. And it kind of, you know, it's assertive. It's very assertive, but again, it borders the line of abrasive. And that's the kind of thing where, you know, fair play, Boss and Rob would have done something like that. But in this case, still six days in, it kind of comes back to bite you, doesn't it? No, for sure. No, for sure. I mean, at that point, I don't, you know, it, it definitely came off it like it did, um, especially on the screens. Um, and, uh, you know, I don't really regret that moment because it's the true essence of who I am, you know, like ultimately. Mm. I feel like that's the kind of person that I am in real life where, you know, I kind of like approach things 
business in an honest way and really don't give any room to to get like bullshit <laughs> and uh, again you know this is like you know touching back on what did i learn coming out of the game hmm. um that's something that like i and i going forward you know do i really need to call bullshit on people or can i just like let sleeping dogs lie you know what what in what what sort of you know scenarios or what kind of like um instances do i have to mer- like do i have to give my energy um towards that or what would merit that and um yeah i mean i don't regret that moment because for me it was like i was exhausted i hadn't sleep hadn't slept and wet i'm like like things are going you know it's we're going to travel things are like a little bit weird at camp i'm trying to like understand what's going on um you know kiran and i had this talk about with tyson about being in an alliance together me knowing that him mike and carlo are in an alliance together and you know from the get go i kind of stuck uh, uh, i kind of um stuck to my alliance of you know chappies and nisu and then paul and then now with kiran and and tyson who i knew you know like i knew kiran was talking to nisu and i knew that he was in this thing with mike and carlo which i kind mm. of tried to understand was wasn't really sold on it so it was just a build up from like the previous days to now okay we're going to tribal who are you voting for you're voting for mike but you're in alliance with mike it doesn't make yes. sense to me my brain yeah. like you know and <laughs> it doesn't make sense and sure like you know if it's not me who's asking those questions someone else will be asking those questions and then they will be seen as like sort of abrasive and you know like this chick is like dominating and you know I, like or i don't know maybe his ego felt bruised by the fact that it wasn't a guy asking him that and he was like backed up in a corner and you know that was maybe something that that you know maybe intimidated him or offended him but it wasn't meant to offend him um simply because i was asking him for the truth and uh yeah. he was in an alliance with me and i understand survivor you know there's a lot of deceit in survivor and there's a lot of people that don't tell the truth in survivor and that's pretty much most of the game people lie their way yeah. to the top and that's the game like that's just that's what i signed so, up for so but that's for, that's you know? interesting like, though i i just want to say that then pante if you know that's the game you come in the game clearly saying you want to play an honest game right that that's yeah. it, but you know that the game is about deceit you know the game is about what was the plan for you moving forward eventually because you you do say the irony behind this vote is that you say you know we need to keep the tribe strong and you have that little disagreement with carla and it comes out the way it comes out and then they vote you off in the end with the argument that they're doing what's best for the, keeping the tribe cohesive yeah well <laughs> you know like claudia uh my initial sort of idea around playing the game was that i had this alliance with these guys and uh, they they were going to be my core alliance and that was sort of like my perception on it was that going forward i'd have this core alliance and anything else around that alliance was just you know either collateral damage or um you know like uh, some kind of um advantage and um uh, th- that was the whole reason why i was like can mike needs to go because the only other alliance that i was certain of that was existing in the tribe was mike's alliance and for me he felt like the puppet master and uh, it was like yeah. okay we're going to go forward we're going to we we're going to vote mike off and then we'll kind of pick up all the little stragglers 
along the way, yeah. but still kind of gaining the monopoly, like monopolizing the game to our advantage going forward. And obviously, like I did have some kind of idea how I wanted to go into merge. And yeah. um, if I were to go into merge, and you know, it was that like, okay, if we have this core alliance and Anesu is kind of like, you know, teaming up with Kieran that side and I'm maybe teaming up with Tyson that side and, you know, Chappies is maybe teaming up with whoever, whichever side, you know, like we can slowly then kind of use our little um, arm le- or, or our little um, extensions of people mm. to kind of like do the work for us and whatever and we just carry that as a driving force to merge. So that was sort of like my idea behind everything and that's where the honest game comes in because when you've got a core lines and you've got these guys and you're telling them you know like i want to play a trustworthy game if you guys are going to blindside me let me know if you're going to vote me out i don't mind i understand this is survivor and so on and so forth you know then that that was just being open and honest about that to just three people that made me believe that they mm. were all made me believe i believed it on my own yeah <laughs> that i believed were kind of with me um, yeah. it, it just made it made it made sense for me because there was nothing wrong with that alliance. There was absolutely yeah. nothing wrong with it, and I definitely think that an alliance that would work in that way in the game of Survivor could thrive. So that that was sort of my idea behind it. Okay, that's. I mean, when you're playing it out the way in which you're saying it, it makes sense in your head. But obviously, there are all these un- other unpredictable facets that we tend yeah, to forget yeah, yeah. as we all watch it. All these little obstacles and yeah. like you know lack of sleep and uh, all these little instances. Yeah, so let's, let's, let's talk about that. Yeah, let's talk about that, Pinty, because Kieran also in one of the votes he says he thinks the elements get the best of you. So and then Wardo also makes a comment. Some I think you know in a vote when she's voting saying you were you were unpleasant. So in terms of how you were trying to play this honest game, arguably we could say slightly too honest. Did the elements play a role in you becoming too honest, if that makes sense? No, I mean, like, I can't just say that the elements played a role in that specific, you know, me being yeah. too honest. Um, and again, like, I'll, I'll elaborate on that by saying, you know, like, what people have, like, the episodes people have watched, you know, there's a few things that are missing out of that where, you know, the camp was really amic- like amicable and really like um, sort of pleasant mm. and everyone was really with each other and so on and so forth. And people will say whatever they want to say when they're making those votes to make it seem real or make themselves believe like, okay, this was a good vote and I'm just going to put that onto, you know, the person that I'm voting for. Um, mm. So that's also something that I need to watch out for and people that get it, get voted off in the future as well is that like whatever people said that in that instance doesn't necessarily reflect how you were at tribe it yeah. just reflects it just it just comes out from their own sort of belief system that okay you were really unpleasant everyone seems to think that you were unpleasant and i'm gonna vote for you and that's just like yeah. the kind of thing because at the end of the day we were all experiencing the same things we were all susceptible to being influenced mentally and emotionally mm. and physically by a v- variety of different things like yeah. losing the challenge um, you know, the shelter is not, uh, not keeping us warm nor dry. The wind is cutting through the clothing. The clothing is wet. Um, the fire is getting smothered by the rain. Uh, the shoes yeah. are burning. Uh, there's pinty pointing The shoes are the- burning. 
the, yeah, come find We, we spoke about there. the shoes are burning. <laughs> we spoke about it. Let's, let's let the people yeah. know the shoes are burning story here. Yeah, and then there's Paul who doesn't like Wardus cooking. Uh, yeah, and I mean, like, that claim, that was left field, that. Everyone's voting yeah. for a reason. Paul says, no, he's playing come down with me. So, I don't like your cooking, Wardus. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so there's 101 reasons, you know, for people to say what it, I mean, if it wasn't me going home that night and it was someone else, yeah. there would have been something said about the person, you know, that was within the same kind of realm of what was said about me. So I'm very cautious to kind of like absorb all of that because people will say whatever they need to say ultimately. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I want to talk now the cuddler situation. I asked you before we went live, it comes across like there's some sort of animosity towards both, both oh. ends in, in terms of the edit that we see. I also see the moments in the challenge where you console her How after she says and she lost. Which, yeah, which kind of conflicts like what we are seeing at the same time, saying there's this, there's this sort of animosity, antagonism, yeah, but all of a sudden you come and you like give her the hug, you warm her. And I was looking again, like I said, with a beanie on your head, I would die for a hug like that after challenging. So how, how did it go wrong from Carla's, Carla's perspective and your relationship? Where, where did it go wrong? So, you know, Claudia, uh, to be honest with you, and this is being honest with you, I had the slightest idea that I was rustling Carla's feathers. I had no clue. Um, to like literally, like, you know, like there was a moment in which, you know, like tensions were a little bit weird at camp. And, um, and that was not just between myself and Carla per se. It was just all around. Yeah. Like, I mean, you saw that episode where the camp is desolate. It's like, there's no, it's like not even a cricket is hanging around. Yeah. It's like <laughs> literally everyone's jump ship. And yeah. that's just it, you know, not even a smoke coming away from that fire. So, you know, the, definitely everyone was sort of in a, in a point in which like, there was a bit of exhaustion happening and all that kind of stuff. And when I like watched that episode and I kind of think back to that day and, you know, the, the day before um, the day we lost the, the, the um, immunity challenge, like Mark's name was definitely like on the cards. And um, I think when Carla got wind of that, she had to protect Mike. And I definitely played into you know, I played into it like 101% by, you know, again, be, seeming abrasive or as Wada said, um, what she say, aggressive or, or whatever the case may be or all these different types of like feedbacks um, that were kind of suited to whatever Carla kind of like strategized in her, in her play. Um, because, you know, I watched that, that episode and I kind of like, I looked a lot looked at how everything panned out and I saw how Carla was reporting back to Mark at the cave and saying, okay, everyone's waiting for pints tonight, um, you know, kind of thing. And for me, that was like, okay, she's definitely the gas here and she's the driving force behind this blind side. Mm. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, I mean, I don't necessarily think that, you know, for me, like it doesn't seem like it was like a hundred percent a strategic move. I also like in the sense that like voting me off or, you know, like getting rid of me because I'm this and that and yada yada. I just think that that maybe was um, not an excuse. It was real, but it was the perfect sort of 
um, play and being like, you know, yeah. what, we need to get rid of this person. This person is a powerhouse. They're really dominant. They're, she's too boisterous. And then the guy's also maybe being intimidated by, by that. Yeah. Being like, shit, we can't have this. Like, this chick is like, she's like, Archie. I mean, even like seeing myself walking towards Kieran, like, it looks like you could literally hear the sand stomping in my feet. I was like, oh my God, is that me walking there? It's like, <laughs> the timing yeah, so was perfect. Tonight, hey? You made him, <laughs> you made him <laughs> shit in his pants. Or at least it looked like I would have I would have shed my pants. I'm not gonna lie. If I was talking and I was like talking about getting someone else and you came around I'm the corner, like, I would have been like, yo. <laughs> literally, I look like I look like the giant from Jack and the Beanstalk, right? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, it was hectic. It was hectic. No, poor, the poor oak didn't know what to do. Didn't know what to say. It was I mean, interesting. Yeah, and I mean, um, in that, in, in those types of instances, I think really played into, into kind of like, like Carla's strategy of like I need to keep Mike on this game. Mike's in my alliance, and like Pinty, like if if I let this opportunity go, like she's literally playing into my the palm of my hand right now. If I let this opportunity yeah. go. Mark's gone, and then it's just going to be like you know a whole different story. So, yeah. But you you did say you couldn't work with Mike because there was something off about him. What? Because you're saying he's a strategic mastermind. All we seeing is he's sleeping on the beach. So yeah. either he's so good at getting other people do his dirty work for him while he's he's napping. I told you the man on the beach. And then, <laughs> yeah. the man I mean, what's going on here? Like he's like literally like this, man. I mean, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I mean can, you, can you explain this to me? Like you know, honestly, was is he actually doing things, or is that just what we're seeing at the moment? He's he's doing know, nothing. Like I mean, at the time, like you know, for me, I just kind of saw this alliance, and I saw Mike like kind of being kind of being the man that maybe knew a lot of things. But wasn't really doing a lot of things. So it almost felt like, you know, he was getting all of this kind of like information streaming in. And um, yeah, I just, I mean, that's why I thought like for me I, at that time, I felt like, okay, this guy, don't get him. I don't understand what's going on. He's like forever sleeping on the beach, but he's forever like here. And then it looks like people are like, it looks like everyone is in the same frequency with him everyone's tuned in you know whereas me paul and chappies we're building a shelter we're trying to make fire from bamboo we're keeping the fire going water is cooking all these kinds of things and you can't you can maybe keep track we could we could keep Bad track things apparently <laughs> huh? i said she's cooking terrible things apparently uh, as, as you're you saying know, i don't even want to know what she would say if it was paul that was on the chopping block <laughs> <laughs> I think, that's I a good point I think I got the censored version. <laughs> I don't know what she's gonna say. <laughs> what she would, what she would have said if Paul was on the chopping block. To tell you the truth. Oh. <laughs> Why well, is is Paul also like another one just chilling? But I mean, you guys were calling him Saint Paul at a stage. Yeah, I mean, he was he's like an amazing guy, you know. And uh, I have no like hard feelings, you know, to anyone. But Paul was like like someone that I would have loved to have like been, you know, carried on and, and played with further, um, you know. And, uh, yeah, he's just got so much potential to make it far in the game. And so does everyone else. Um, yeah. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that, you know, he, he, everyone is lesser than him. 
because I mean, you know, as you can see, the season is an absolute firecracker. Like, mm. you know, two episodes in and two blind sides, and like it's just an absolute. Uh, sorry for my language, but it, it's like a no. bloody shit show, man. It's like pop, pop, it is. pop, pop, all over the place. And it's fireworks. You don't even know where who ignited them. You don't even know. Okay, who lit that firework? And it's called like, pah. And like what? Me? What? It's just like a fire show all of a sudden. You it's know? like Omar Beach. You can't even realize. <laughs> yeah, and I, and I mean, like you know, in my episode, like like until we got to tribal council, I didn't. There was no set like name that everyone has spoken about. It was still kind of hovering between Mike and Pinty, Mike and Pinty. Like, for sure, when I saw the episode and saw, okay, my name's getting thrown around, I immediately then was like, okay, cool, I'm probably going home tonight. And I really, like, knew, okay, I'm going home. Like, that's kind of thing, you know, um, <clears throat> watching the episode. So, um, yeah, as a viewer who wouldn't have really had more insights, I think that um, – yeah, I probably, you know, would have still kind of had the question mark, okay, what's going on here? Is Mike going home? Is Pinty going home? Who's going home kind of thing? Because that was not really clear. Mm. So, yeah. yeah to, be, to be honest, I mean, I thought you, based on how they put it up there, I thought you were going to be safe for that one, considering how confident you seemed as well um, in terms of how it carries on. You spoke about being blindsided when you come off. And you say one of the things is yeah. Chappies and Paul's, Ch Chappies and Paul turned on you. And when you're looking back at it, why, why did you think that? Why did you think they did that? You know, <clears throat> again, like just going back to kind of the days leading up to, to tribal council, um, like there was, I started to feel a little bit uneasy and uncertain of the alliance between Paul and Chappies and myself and Inesu. And it felt like, you know, Chappies and Paul were kind of, you know, scheming or wheeling and dealing and, Again, like this comes from like the paranoia or the lack of sleep. Oh, sorry, lack of sleep and all those things combined. Um, and um, yeah, I just felt like leading up to to tribal council. I mean, that's why you see that scene with myself and Tyson on the beach, and like you know, and prior to that, Tyson and I and uh, Kiran were on the beach like collecting wood and so on and so forth, and like um. Yeah, and, uh, uh, you know, like Tyson and, and, and I then had, like, sort of our moments on the beach. And there was sort of, like, you know, bits in between where we were talking about, you know, what name was going to go down, um, X, Y, and Z. And um, at that point, I needed to make a decision on, like, okay, I've been sticking with this alliance. I, I've mm. been wanting to play it, like, where they, they are the core alliance and – this could work, like I explained to you a couple of moments ago. Um, but now I need to start thinking of a plan B. And, like, Tyson is the next best person that I think I can trust with this bit of information. I mean, I wasn't going out there, like, singing like a bird to anyone. Oh, yeah, Chappies has got this, Chappies. Like, no, I just kept yeah. that to myself, and I needed to, like, start to think of another plan just in case this falls out and, I then have to 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 look for it for another alliance or look for another sort of stronghold and and that would keep me in the game. Yeah, and I mean, what comes across is that you kind of have a, 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 in terms of alliances, we can't say you're one hundred percent aligned with Anesu based on what we see, but based on a voting confessional, she mentions you lending her a jacket, you guys painting pictures. There was some sort of bond that you guys had. 
how much was that bond diluted because she was able to speak with everyone or did you guys generally have that moment and were those tears where she's writing down your, your name were, were those authentic tears in your opinion well you know <clears throat> in you know for me like the sort of connection that i had with anesu you know was that is one of the reasons why i never suspected her and that is one of the reasons why you know i said all the things that i said post getting voted off um mm was because I genuinely thought that through that those connections and like, and I almost left my jacket for her, actually, to be honest. And like, by the time yes. I left, uh, I just remembered it and I couldn't go back. Um, okay. You know, and that's, that's the extent of like how much I thought that, you know, we were, we were like, we were going to stick to this thing together. And, you know, we, we have this mutual understanding and, um, you know, like just you, she was someone that I, I could turn to that was like sort of the calm waters, um, you know, for me. And like even and not just with like communication with other tribesmates, but just in general, like when things were looking like down and like, you know, the morale was low and everyone is like just especially in the mornings and like mid evenings. At like I don't know, whatever time in, in the middle of the night when it's like the most cold the most like mm. dreadful, the most, all these things, just knowing that she was there was a super huge like booster for me because of the person that she, she is. And because I thought yeah. that I could trust that 100%. Um, you know, in terms of like the tears and stuff like that, I mean, like I, I, that was again, one of the reasons why I thought she had no idea of this blind side. And it, it gave me sort of a, a facade of like, okay, you know, this person was genuinely like, you know, truthful and true and respected that about me as well. But again, you know, I kind of always have to see things from another perspective and, you know, ask myself, okay, well, if I was in her shoes, would I have done the same or would yeah. I have played the same? And that's the question. That's a million dollar question right there. Um, you know, to, 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 to save myself and play another day, Maybe I would have maybe done the same, yeah. Um, <clears throat> to try and do what Carla did, I would have probably gone that route. I would have probably, like, maybe come up with another plan and really been like, you know what, Survivor, it's, it's you know, like I saw a hashtag the other day <clears throat> from Anesu saying that it's not um, Friendship Island and, yeah. and, and that kind of thing. And, yeah, I mean... <clears throat> seeing that was like, okay, you know, that is, that, you know, really explains a lot of how that all planned out. And, um, you know, I wish that I maybe would have kind of had that same or similar perception of, of the game regarding her. So do you think she's just really good at building that connection with individuals as opposed to the connection she just had with you? I've mentioned it's on Friday that she comes across just based on how she's playing it at the moment. She's coming across like a Nicole, now Austin, but Nicole Kappa did in season six. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, everybody's got their own strategy, hey? And um, if you're good at it, you're good at it. Like, you know, and, and I, I'm not going to lie and say that, that you know, she she's not, like, it's it's not, it's 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 a bad strategy or whatever, you know, like, like I say, everyone's mm. got their own strategy. So, you know, if that can get her further in the game and maybe even lead her to like top five or top 10 or um, not top 10, top three or whatever, like good for her, man. Um, yeah. Like 
absolutely good for her. Again, like I also want to touch on the point that I really want to be clear in the sense that like I'm I'm not saying what I'm saying um, because definitely survivor does not define a person on the outside world. Um, I definitely don't have less of a thought about or less of a respect for Inesu, um because of Survivor. But when it comes to the game, everyone has to have a sort of, you know, uh, personality or character or strategy or gameplay. And, um, yeah, it, you know, in the game, the way that she's playing, you know, I think that that's really, it's, it's, a, good, it's a good skill to have. And um, it's, it's, it's a very good way to play the game if you want to get far. You've got all these people in the palm of your hand and they all want to be in alliance with you. I mean, you're pretty much like a pig in shit there. <laughs> Sorry, that was a bad uh, metaphor. No, no, not, a, not, a, not a happy pig in shit. Not a happy pig in shit, unfortunately. <laughs> no, that was a really bad metaphor. No, I think it was perfect. I think it was. Sorry. No, please. I think it was perfect. The pig and shit is an yeah. accurate description. I think at, at a point it, it did come across like you were happy pig and shit because it seemed like between you and Chappies, you guys were running things and then it just kind of collapsed. So I just want to ask you in terms of Chappies, out of all the people, why were you drawn to Chappies? You know, like, as you can see in the sort of uh, first episode, Chappies and I were out here, you know, we carried all the stuff to camp. And we just wanted to try and get this fire thing going. And that was like basically just based, purely based on the fact that, you know, it could be done. Like it had nothing to do with, oh, okay, me and you, bro, we're just going to try and make fire now, uh, blah, blah, blah. It was like, hey, let's try and make a fire. Okay, do you know how to do it? Okay, I have an idea. Okay, cool, let's try. What do we need? Okay, da, da, da. And then all of a sudden me and him are there on all fours, like busy, you know, and holding and this thing and that thing. And then, you know, that was when I really was like, okay, I, I really like this guy because he's not getting up in my business and asking me like, questions about my life and where I'm, you know, this and that. It's very like synergized and kind of like fluid and we're just trying to get this, you know, fire thing going. There's no pressure. Everyone else at camp is moseying around. Mm. People are talking, getting to know each other. And I didn't feel sort of that pressure from him. And, um, you know, that's why I think I gravitated a lot towards him at, at that moment or on that day was because I felt like mm. there was going to be no pressure in, like, trying to dig through the sort of surface and try and understand me and read me and kind of thing. It was very fluid, very synergized and, and, and like, you know, respectful in a way. And, um, yeah, I mean, like, I didn't know what to expect from Survivor and um, I had no expectations. But I definitely knew that there was going to come a point where people were going to start asking you about real life stuff. And yeah. uh, that's kind of like, it's, it's sort of unavoidable, but also it's, it's, it's a personal part of you that do you want people to know this about, do I want them to know about this, whatever, but what do I say kind of thing, what kind of thing, kind of thing. And yeah, he kind of gave me space and I gave him space as well. Oh, and for someone like you, who's all about the honesty, that must be a difficult thing when guys are, or, or people are asking personal questions and you're trying to just keep them at arm's length going, hey, I'm here to play the game, which is also fascinating in terms of we've seen the difference between season six, season seven. You guys have all come in there. You're all ready to play. And it's two blind sides out of two episodes. So in terms well, of you coming in there, going, taking it easy and saying, you know, you need a bit of an atmosphere feeling going out. What, what kind of atmosphere was it from day one with regards to your tribe, your Vuna tribe? 
I mean, we were all like happy-go-lucky, man. Like everyone was like on cloud 20, I think, you know, just sort of the, the full-on exhilaration of, you know, the game started. It's like, you, it's, an, it's, it's an adrenaline rush, bro. Like you're like, whoa, okay, I'm here now. Okay, we, we, we've got to build mm. our shelter. Oh, okay, wow. Like, you know, it's, it's, it's like, it's gnarly. <laughs> so <laughs> not not clear than the waves no. you catch on your your surfboard what, what's your surfboard's name again freshy fre- no, no, the, the waves i catch me <laughs> this, like, this is like big wave surfing stuff Bree. it's like yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's it's real real stuff and um also what's interesting sorry Pinty, you said you gave this oh, analogy when i asked you because we for those of you who don't know Pinty loves her surfing. She does a lot of that in Cape Town. She went to the Wild Coast. She says, no, you respect the Wild Coast and its ocean. And the way in which you were explaining it to me, how you were observing the currents, testing it out, needed to know, I felt like that was a good strategy to have for the game of Survivor, not just for surfing. So how much of that did you take when you were analyzing the players and sizing them up? And when you were doing that, who was, obviously you aligned yourself with with Chappies in the beginning, but out of all of them, from your list, from your number one to your, the bottom one, like how did you size them up in terms of your comfort zone and working with them? Yeah, so I mean, like, as you know, my alliance, I was like, you know, that for me was my comfort zone. And that was like my sort of, um, those were my go-to people. And I didn't need more than that, you know. And that was henceforth, like, Mike was definitely in the top of my list of the people that I was just like 100% like weary of. Like, I was like a porcupine with my calls out, like, like this guy, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I'm like literally backing it up, backing it up, backing yeah. it up. Yeah. Kind of thing. yeah. <laughs> Doing the little shimmy yeah. going like this. Hey, stay yeah, away no, from me, yeah. no. <laughs> <laughs> no, 100%, Claudia. So he was definitely on the top of the list in terms of who would I want to work with, that kind yeah. of stuff. And then, like the list yeah. kind of trickled down to the people was in his alliance so it was definitely him then Carla then um Kieran and Tyson were in that group but as the days went by there was kind of again that extension of Anesu that extension of me and so on and so forth and then trying to suss out where Warda was at and Santuni as well excuse me uh, yeah so yeah I mean like um like ultimately I can definitely say that Mark was at the top of the list for like, okay, porcupine calls out. Carla was like, okay, hedgehog, need to suss this out. And then, yeah. and, then yeah. and then sort of water was like, I'm trying to think about what the next animals are going to be. I'm interested. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, so water was like number three, like sort of like, and um, you know, didn't really get her vibes like a skunk. Something fishy there. Mm, okay, cool. Mm. But then Tyson and Kiran, you know, uh, Anesu having her little thing with Kiran, me kind of having this thing. And that whole thing came about the day we went to go and collect wood where I was like, okay, cool. I'm like, maybe these guys are not, not, not so bad. Like, I just need to give it a bit more time. So, yeah. Um, and then obviously Santuni was sort of like, again, the question mark, you know, the Betty Boop Poop, you know, kind of like, mm, okay, mm. what's going on here? She's like an airy fairy, can't see which way she's going. She's going that way, she's going this way. Okay, she's, okay, like kind of thing. I can't pinpoint what she's, what she's up to. So 
Yeah, I mean, again, going back to that thing of, of you know, having this core alliance and then monopolizing around that and just having these little advantages of all these different players and, you know, doing our dirty work for us. <laughs> Not literally, but that was just like yeah. the best thing I could say right now. You know, I find it interesting that it's taken us like 40 minutes to get to the Santuni name getting thrown out here. You guys have that secret scene with chappies talking about being a mother and you come out saying, no, you guys are scissor sisters. I got to yeah. feel like there was some sort of rapport there. Why, why wasn't that like, why didn't you build on that? I don't understand that. Why, why yeah, was she kept out being the airy fairy one and not going like, well, let me put her in. I've just literally said we scissor sisters. We've made chappies feel super uncomfortable about it. And now we've, we've got some leverage here. I've got something to work with. Yeah, I mean, like, that's the thing, you know, and that definitely crossed my mind and it was something that was on the playing cards, but I just couldn't get, like, where she, I couldn't pinpoint, okay, because she's such a, like, a lovely person, she's such a, like, a warm-hearted, you know, kind, sort of, like, helpful mm. kind of person, and I didn't really understand to what extent did that extend to for other people players in the tribe so that was like i think you know two or three more days in we i'll be saying a different story now and maybe things would have yeah. worked out you know in my favor or in her favor or whatever um but in that and also her getting sent to immunity island and all those kinds of things so it was definitely something that was on the cards it was definitely something that i thought of that you know i after, especially after that, that sort of um, scissor sister moment, happy pride month, by the way. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Cool, man. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was definitely something that was in the pipeline. And um, um, yeah, like I said, you know, if we would have had a couple more days, I think that uh, something amazing could have like, you know, kind of transpired from all of that. So yeah, I mean, I like, yeah, she's such a sweet person. I had like but nothing bad to say about that girl. Just couldn't pinpoint <laughs> to what extent that kindness and that like sweetness and that sort of like like warm-hearted um you know being was was where it was at. So yeah. Yeah, and that's a difficult thing, especially when you're keeping people at arm's length there, Pinty. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, <laughs> I do want to say, um, or rather, I do want to ask, oh, wait, we've got something here. Um, we've got Jeremy asking a question. And the question is, he says, do you think you came off too strong? And again, you've already spoken, you've touched on why so hard on Carla. Um, so Jeremy, you're just gonna have to go back and you're gonna have to, to see what she said instead of us moving forward. But what I want to ask you, Carla, oh, hold on. There's some, something else he says, but he loves the Thanks, actions. Jeremy. Thanks for playing. No worries, man. Thanks. Yeah, Jeremy. No, you definitely like, like I said, I enjoyed, I enjoyed your presence. I think it was too short. Um, just like Jason, I'm, and I'm finding the more I'm speaking to you as after I'm going, well, I definitely know why you were cast. And I think it's shown in terms of the two episodes that we have seen so far. Uh, but what I want to ask you now, Pinty, things that people don't get to see. What was your best moment on the island? And then what was your worst moment in terms of the, what the cameras didn't show? Yeah, I mean, like our best moments was, you know, we, we did yoga one morning facilitated by Warda and Anesu, or most actually it was Warda. 
um, you know, we all of us did yoga. It was really awesome. And um, yeah, and we, you know, we, we'd had some fish, but obviously we hadn't had fire and we ate that fish raw, like all of us on the beach. And we had so many amazing times. <laughs> yeah, we had uh, some ceviche. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> salt nice. water on it to kind of like give it that salt Seasoning. touch. Yeah. Mm, yeah, 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 yeah. It was good. <laughs> that pineapple, all that sort of stuff. It was really good. Um, no, and, um, you know, there was a lot of like, 90% or 95% of my time there was absolute, like, it was absolutely amazing. I can't say that I had a bad experience, like, literally, um, you know, because every experience was a new experience. Like, being out there in the freezing cold and not having the option to, like, have comfort, like, that's an experience. Mm. You can't buy that. You can't buy yeah. anything that you experience on Survivor, whether it's good or bad, because it's literally, like, it's 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 once in a lifetime opportunity. You can try and reenact it in real life, but you have a choice. You have a choice to to hop in your car and drive off to somewhere, or you've got a choice to go and get a hot drink and mm. you know like like warmth or whatever. You you don't have a choice, so yeah. you have to adapt and you have to build resilience and you have to you're learning stuff about yourself. You're coming out with these new kind of like personality, uh, uh, um, you know, parts and these character like I wouldn't call them flaws but all these new things that are coming out within yourself and um, like literally I have nothing negative to say about my experience there um, you know even the Maybe. lack of sleep you know like being completely sleep deprived and like you know 100% like oh my gosh like I feel dreadful like at the time but I think about it now and I can't even think about time that I like I can't see myself ever experiencing that again like in that way. So I treasure it. Mm. I, I appreciate it. I'm grateful for it. I'm humbled by it. And um, yeah, I can't give you any like sort of worst moments whilst I was there at all. Oh, that's amazing, man. That's super, super cool. Um, seeing as that, that was your moment and that was your experience, just going back to the game, who are you backing? To go like which players from your tribe do you think has the best potential to go really far in the game? You know, from my tribe, like you know, Claudio, like I mean, I don't even know the guys from Zumba tribe. Um, but watching the episodes, like man, everyone is coming in, bro. They like they got the game, dude. They. They're after, <laughs> like they are, like they scop skitting and donoring, bro. And I thought I was gonna scop skitting and donor. These guys, they're like, they're like, they're out here, bro. And uh, I you really called it the wild, wild west season, rather. Eh? I mean, the wild, wild coast. Not suitable. The wild, wild coast, yeah, my <laughs> <laughs> and <they're>, Yay, bro! <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah uh, it's real, dude. Um, yeah, so it's you know it's it's like it's it's I, I can't even like say okay you know um, uh, like a specific name because everyone in Survivor has got the potential to go far. Um, yeah, like I I would love to see. I mean, if I could, I'd love for all of them to go far and all kind of sit in you know in trouble and like 
I don't know, split votes. I don't know, like get votes from the from the public, whatever, because everyone has got the potential to to win that million rand. And um, it's really tough for me to kind of point a finger and be like, okay, no, um, so and so has more of a chance than so and so. Okay, okay, Pinty. So, so let's 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 change the question then. Let's change the question. Who would you like to see winning at the end of it? Yeah, so who would I like to see winning? I mean, it's it's sort of the same question, huh? Hey? Um, <laughs> Is it? Yeah, ultimately, like, I don't know. Like, I can't even give you. Yeah, no, seriously, I'm being serious with you because. Yeah, yeah, no, I um, believe you. You know, like, it's just such a, such a such a tough thing to throw a name out there when, like, the people from Vuna Tribe that I played with are all worthy of the sole survivor title. Um, the people from Vunda, uh, from Zamba, I've not played with them. And, um, you know, based on like their bios and sort of what I've seen on the internet and stuff like that, you know, like I can't, I can't make it a clear, I can't make it clear, you know, kind of, I can't throw a name out there and say, okay, this person would be the sole survivor. You know, I could maybe say, okay, cool, top eight, uh, you know, my top eight would probably be Paul, Carla, uh, Chappies, um, definitely Marisha, um, definitely Dean. Um, I really, really like Rania. Uh, I, I like he's he's someone that that I, I actually wish that I got an opportunity to play with. Um, you know, and uh, who else? Um, yeah, like you know, it's just. So tough to say that because as I'm saying these names, I'm like, no man, like all these, all the contestants, all the castaways are just so worthy, like they all, like everyone in Vuna Tribe played the game, like I mean my blind side was, like it was phenomenal <laughs> like these guys, these guys had me, like, these guys had me you know, like yeah. um, but you know, but definitely, you know, like I said, Renia And then, um, you know, I definitely would give Tyson the go. And, you know, I definitely think that, um, yeah, like, I mean, even Keon, you know, like, Keon, you know, even in episode one, you know, Keon is like out there, but she seems like she could be an underdog, just like Rizzo, just like Santoni, you know, with her long, flashy nails and like, <laughs> looking like, you know, she's really, she's really do some Fighting slashing, fire. you know what I mean? <laughs> Yay! Fighting fire like, with those nails, boy. <laughs> you know? Come over here. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, geez. And actually, you know what's interesting about Keon is we haven't seen much of her. She's so far, she's getting a bit of a purple edit in the first two episodes, apart from her looking for the flint in the rice. Yo, interesting yeah, character. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they really defended that whole thing properly here. Like we're not looking yeah. for the food. We're, we're not looking for idol. We were looking no. for the flint. We we're trying to sort everything. I was like, yeah, my girl, <laughs> you tell him. <laughs> <laughs> you tell him. <laughs> and if she had done that in your tribe, how would you have taken that? Along with Sean? I mean, like, it was definitely suspicious. Eh? Like Amy was on the ball there calling that one out. And uh, <laughs> I mean, I probably I probably would have just asked the whole tribe to help out a little bit. I mean, like, you know what, guys, let's give these guys a hand. Eh? It seems like they're <laughs> looking for Flynn. Flynn's a 
a worthy commodity to come. Just give these guys a hand. If they're going to find an idol or a clue to a hidden idol, we're going to. We're gonna get in on that. Everyone's gonna know. I can't group yeah. on that thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then you all gotta share yeah, it, just yeah, like yeah. Paul did in the previous yeah, yeah, season. Yeah. He yeah, just gave it to the tribe, the tribe immunity. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly, exactly, yeah. exactly. So, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know how I would have reacted at camp, but uh, yeah, definitely would have been suspicious of it. So. Talking about idols, though, you said you did look for them. You just couldn't see anything. I mean, how hard did you look on a scale from 1 to 10? I looked flipping hard, hey? And also, just to bear in mind, like, it was wet and slushy and muddy and everything. So, I was, like, basically on the hills, like, you know, near our little watering place, like in the hills there around, like slipping and sliding, walking to the highest point, looking in the trees, looking like I literally did give it a swirl. I promise you now. But then I also had this like looming fear of getting caught looking for an idol. So, <laughs> um, yeah. So, so like, it's almost like, like it's almost yeah, like it trying to take crib notes during an exam. Hey? Like you're yeah, writing, no, oh, shit, like, teacher's going to catch me. Yeah. I felt like I was stuck between a rock and a hard place, you know, like trying to find this thing. And like, you know, I did, really did give it a swirl. And yeah, no, I, uh, yeah I, I didn't find it. Hey? And uh, maybe my eyes are a bit shot or maybe I was just rushing through it. But um, yeah, I couldn't, I, I didn't find zero, like zilch. <laughs> I even tried looking for other people's footprints. <laughs> Try and also like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I did like some tracking as well, man. Like thinking to myself, okay, cool. Like I need to see. Okay, there's no footprints going that way. Okay, like then it it mustn't be that way because like it would have had to be put there. So (laughs) in order for it to be, you know, in order for it to know that something had been put there, I see that okay, there was a through affair here. Someone had like walked through. yeah, I mean, literally, I was like Sherlock Holmes, um, trying to get things, trying to trying to find find myself an island, trying to get things um, to to turn for the better for me. Pinty, Pinty, yeah. Sherlock, the General Holmes. <laughs> there we go. That, that's yeah, your survivor yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pinty, before yeah, we go, yeah, yeah. before we go, I just want to ask you overall the concept of Immunity Island. In terms of the six days that you played, trying to figure it out and seeing how it's playing out throughout the season, what is your overall take on it? You know, it's it, it was super tough. I mean, immunity says it in the name, eh? Um, like, you need to have some immunity to survive those elements. And, like, it's not for the fans at heart. I mean, like, hmm. I said that. I say that I had the best time. It might not be the same for other people. Um, yeah. All the other castaways. And, like, the concept of it was that it was one hell of a, one hell of a time, one hell of a game, one hell of an experience, um, and really in, in some of the most toughest conditions, but also super grateful that it was on home soil and uh, be a part of that um, on South African mm. soil. So... Yeah, I don't know if that answers your question, but um, in the few days that I was there, <laughs> it was one hell of a ride, man. There ain't no roller coaster that can compare to that. 
<laughs> yeah, and you, you definitely said you enjoy your ride. So congrats on making it. I think personally speaking, I know I've, I've tried several times getting onto the show. So just to get onto the show, knowing it was COVID, knowing you've had to wait such a long time, then do like an extra 10 or how many other days you had to quarantine. I mean, well, the overall experience is quite a quite a a heavy lifting sort of one. So to, to experience yeah, what you sure, experienced, yeah. even though for the six days. Yeah. Like I said a few moments ago, like I said a few moments ago, you know, all gas and no brakes, bro. Just like full speed. <laughs> Off we go. Like, yeah. So yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely one of one one hell of experience that I definitely would do again ten times over. Okay. And I, I know I kind of said that was gonna be the last question, but I lied. Um, I've got one more, one more question. One no more question. You sitting at Immunity Island, uh, in, sorry, Tribal Council, and seeing that there was actually an idol there that Santoni was looking for. What was going through your mind when you were watching, rewatching this on TV? You know, like, I mean, I was also kind of like, I knew that there had to be an idol at Tribal Council. Like, I knew that. Um, um Jeremy coming in late, man. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, so I mean I definitely, you know, I definitely knew that there was I had I had the gut feeling and I even myself tried to like steal some looks, but I was sitting like in front row seat there with Nico with these like you know hawk eyes on me. And on top of that, any moment that I was moving my head like this, everyone sitting behind me was watching me. So, like, I couldn't really pay too much sort of attention to where my head's looking, you know, like. And also, I didn't really want to miss the question and answer session that we were having with Pops Nico there at Tribal. So, like, when when I put my torch down, I tried to steal a look. And that was the only time that I, like, had any opportunity to have more of a, of a, of a look than just a glance. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then you don't get to, did you choose to sit in front or do they place you like that when you come into tribal council? Yeah, we get placed. Like we've got designated seats. Trust me. Hey, I would have never see, said that can show you, man. Look, not, yeah. I would have never said, like, I'm not that and can you contest girl, that? No, I mean, like, no. I don't think, I didn't think about contesting that. Because, <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, like, when you're playing, you want to be at the back and you want to see, like, exactly to your point, who's glancing where, who's looking at what. I mean, say now, yeah. you're sitting at the back and you're seeing Santoni doing this. Next thing you go, yeah. hey, there's something there. You just decide to walk I mean, up and just pull that thing up. Then... Like, if I would have sat at the back, I might have been lucky and just get my hand in there. Do <laughs> 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 a little sneak grab. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with a little sneaky grab. Uh, right. Uh, final thoughts before we go, yeah, Panty. Anything you want to leave out there that people need to know where they can follow you? Anything really? Anything at all? Yeah, man. I mean, like, you know, I really just think that um, Survivor is an amazing, it was an amazing experience for me and, you know, for all the people out there that uh, aspire to enter or, you know, 
as a matter of fact, aspire to do anything that kind of they would want to do or take them out of their comfort zone. Like I encourage you to get out there and go and get it, man. Like whether it's Survivor, whether it's like something else, skydiving, scuba diving, I don't know, running off a cliff in a wingsuit, you know, go out there and really just <laughs> like, 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 you know, get out of your comfort zone. And, uh, you know, I'm super grateful that I even got to experience this. Um, and like, you know, it's, it was one hell of a ride. And uh, yeah, if anybody wants to follow me, Pints V, all around on all the socials, hit me up, man. Yeah. And one last thing for all the, the viewers out there, take it easy on us, man. Like, you guys don't know what we're going through. You know, like, just stay humble and stay kind, you know, like, there's no reason to be nasty or to share nasty comments, you know, and like really, you know, like we are also all trying to be kind to ourselves and we are also just trying to take care of our heart space and our mental space and, um, mm. you know, just getting the public um, sort of like take a go at us, you know, it, it, it's not, it's like, you know, there's a saying in, in South Africa, don't be cuck, be liquor, you know what I mean? So, yeah, just take it easy on us and just be, just be cool, man. Like, just be cool, you know? So, yeah, that's all I'd like to close off with. Awesome. And on that note, I just want to say there's another saying going, if you don't know what to be, just be cool. So, Pinty, thank you so much for being cool this evening. I really appreciate you making the effort. I know it is 7.30. I know it's 7.30 and you still, you had a full day and you saved me for last. And I I know you don't have to say it, but you did definitely. You in France. Oh, there we go. Yeah, I'm in France. You're right. One hour. One hour. One hour now. (laughs) <laughs> yeah so and and without saying it i do know that you you've already touched on earlier in the episode that tno is your best interview so i thank you very much for those compliments as well um 100%, yeah 100 <laughs> percent. yeah definitely tno all the way like literally some evening pinty my last fuel injection for the day yeah my last uh steroid <laughs> dose for the night yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Also, if you guys want to get some, don't don't uh, subscribe to Tiano. I can't help with that. Yeah. But with other types of energy, maybe. <laughs> All right. Cheers, Pinty. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. Cheers, buddy. Thanks so much for for your time. <laughs>